Welcome to another Still Moments with Jesus with me, Brian Samuel Apati, and I am so happy to have you guys back. It has been such a blessing to just see your responses, just raving and glowing reviews on each of the videos you've put out on Christian apologists, on Christian apologists and Christian apologetics. Now, today we tackle a very interesting guy. Um, <clears throat> as you've noticed, there's a theme with each of these videos. Uh, we have ministers who seem to be hailing from very interesting parts of the world, right? Where we do not hear as much of about in this day and age. But I feel it's still important to hear what they have to say. Uh, for instance, today's main person is Justin Martyr, uh, another great favorite of mine. Um, so Justin Martyr is born around 100 AD uh, at Flavia Neapolis, uh, today Nablus, or Nablus, or Nablus, in Samaria. He was a Hel Hellenized Samaritan whose culture was Greek. His family may have been pagan since he was uncircumcised and defined himself as a Gentile. Uh, tells you a lot about the relationship between uh, uh, those who are of Judea and those who are of Samaria. Something we've seen in the New Testament Gospels quite a bit. Uh, and 100 AD places him at the very tail end of the Apostles, uh, where John, uh, the writer of the Revelation, the Book of Revelation, is said to have passed away around 100 AD. Um, <clears throat> his, uh, his grandfather, Bacchus, had a Greek name, while his father, Priscus, bore a Latin name, which has led to speculations that his ancestors may have settled in Neapolis soon after its establishment, or that they were descended from a Roman diplomatic community that had been sent there. So, in his opening, uh, in the opening of his of his writing, the di uh, the dialogue, uh, Justin describes his early education, stating that his initial studies left him unsatisfied due to their failure to provide a belief system that would afford a theological and metaphysical inspiration to their young pupil. He says he tried the first. <clears throat> He, he tried first the school of a Stoic philosopher who was unable to explain, explain God's being to him. He then attended a peripatetic uh, philosopher but was put off because the philosopher was too eager for his fee. But then he went to hear Pythagorean philosopher, you know Pythagoras, Pythagoras theory, that same one. Uh, now he went to a philosopher who was training that and... He demanded that he first learn music, astronomy, and geometry, which he did not wish to do, as all good students do. Uh, subsequently, he adopted Platonism after encountering a Platonist thinker who had recently settled in his city. Now, there are a few things to keep in mind. Sorry, just <clears throat> trying to put my uh, gadgets on silent as I have this wonderful moment with you. So what's interesting to note is that um, this is something he says, that the perception of immaterial things quite overpowered me, and the contemplation of ideas furnished my mind with wings. So that in a while, while so that in a little, while I was supposed while I supposed that I had become wise, and such was my stupidity, I expected forthwith to look upon God. For this is the end of Plato's philosophy. And then Sometime later, our guy, um, Justin Martyr, encounters a Syrian Christian in the vicinity of the seashore who engaged him in a dialogue about God and spoke of the testimony of the prophets. 
as being more reliable than the reasoning of philosophers. Uh, so mind you, I'm using this extract from uh, Wikipedia uh, on Justin Mata, just so that I can have a really good summary that I can use to work with when talking about a, a, a Christian ap apologist. Um, I found this partic particular one from uh, Wikipedia to be very helpful. It was actually pretty well summarized because the content out there is a lot. You have like volumes of books um, and it's not fun to go over. <laughs> so this is a good re re reduction, uh, uh, truncated version of the main story. So you can just get the gist of what drove him into ministry uh, and what also got him into uh, apologet uh, apologetics itself. Uh, so when he... Was it, well, he encountered the Syrian Christian, the Christian from Syria. This is what happened. So there existed long before this time certain men more ancient than, those, than all those who are esteemed philosophers, both righteous and beloved by God, who spoke by the divine spirit and foretold events which would take place and which are now taking place. They are called prophets who spoke by the divine spirit and foretold events which would take place and which are now taking place. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, let me backtrack. Uh, these are called prophets. These alone both saw and announced the truth to men, neither reverencing nor fearing any man, nor influenced by a desire for glory, but speaking those things alone which they saw and which they heard, being filled with the Holy Spirit. Their writings are still extant, and he who has read them is very much helped in his knowledge of the beginning and end of things, and of those matters which the philosopher ought to know, provided he has believed them. For they did not use demonstration of their treatises, seeing that they were, they were witnesses to the truth above all demonstration, and worthy of belief. And those events which have happened, and those which are happening, compel you to assent to the utterances made by them. Although, indeed, they were entitled to credit on account of the miracles which they performed, since they both glorified the Creator, the God and Father of all things, and proclaimed His Son, the Christ, sent by Him, which, indeed, the false prophets, who are filled with the lying and clean spirit, neither have done nor do, but venture to work certain wonderful deeds for the purpose of astonishing men, and glorifying the spirits and demons of error. But pray that, above all things, the gates of light may be opened to you, for these things cannot be perceived or understood by all, but only by the man to whom God and his Christ have imparted wisdom. Now, here's what uh, Wikipedia points out. So notice, this is not a Minister Brian conclusion, but immediately after that caption, and this is something I hope all of you following this series uh, get to understand, and I'll read, the, I'll read the, the, the little paragraph. It says, Moved by the aged man's argument, Justin renounced both his former religious faith and his philosophical background, choosing instead to rededicate his life to the service of the divine. His newfound convictions were only bolstered by the ascetic lives of the early Christians and the heroic example of the martyrs, whose piety convinced him of the moral and spiritual superiority of Christian doctrine. As a result, he henceforth decided that the only option for him was to travel throughout the land, spreading the knowledge of Christianity as the quote-unquote true philosophy. His conversion is commonly assumed to have taken place at Ephesus, 
though it may have occurred somewhere, it, it may have occurred anywhere on the road from Syria, Palestine to Rome. Syria, Palestine to Rome. Now, that being said, I'm now putting the, that aside. <clears throat> Justin Martyr is someone whose introduction, the introduction we've just heard about him, reminds us a lot of someone we just tackled the other day. And for those of you who've been paying attention, you know who this is. This is St. Athanasius. Bingo. St. Athanasius also similarly was inspired by, by um, the ascetics of his day, and especially St. Anthony, who was his friend. It's a, it's a very interesting parallel when we look at what Christian apologetics is now versus how it started and who was spearheading it in the beginning. Because then we see the contrast. The pursuit was never just for philosophical knowledge. It was for a great understanding of God. Especially by those who were not Christian at first. For instance, as we know now, Justin Martyr is the first one we've written, is the first apologist we are now tackling, who was a former unbeliever who now becomes a believer because of one person's simple message to him. Trust the prophets of ancient, of ancient text that interesting and the syrian christian who convinces him is someone who appears to have been christian as well because he talks about trust in in the in the wisdom granted to the one given by god and his christ and in 100 a.d that is a startling startling message to hear because now it ties back into what we hear in the gospels and what we hear as well for most of the canon, as of 100 AD, is pretty much sealed, right? This, this is not uh, something else that's still being written. This is Most of it is sealed, and most of those books have already been in circulation for quite a bit, uh, and who are familiar with them, especially for those who are following Christ at the time, right? So it's important to keep in mind that with Justin Martyr's story, because he's champion as one of the main apologists as well, right, from the early church, and he does incredible work. We have lost so many of his writings. We only have two remaining. As you heard, we heard, we just heard an, uh, an excerpt from uh, the dialogue, which is one of his big ones. Of course, we just did two. But yeah, you get it. Uh, I find it a big one, uh, personally. And I'm very excited and very, and very, very eager to just continue going into this. Because Christian apologists were not just people who centered on... Um, how well they could win the argument. Because as Justin Martyr heard from the Syrian Christian one time, and it changed his life and his views forever, as someone who was seeking truth and seeking to understand the divine, so we see that stretch into and extend into his own work and ministry as an apologist. While not necessarily titling, him, titling himself as that, we see a lot of his work refuting um, the philosophies of his day and the philosophers of his day, and and also just coming into con you know into conflict with uh, some ideas within the church also at the time, right? Because he is deeply awed and inspired by the ascetic lifestyle of Christians and and what Christ had instructed them to be and do as reading the gospels, the same gospels we read are the same gospels they read. That's something to just keep in mind. <clears throat> 
And it's also important to note that for Justin Martyr as a Samaritan Christian, that's a very interesting telling point about how far the gospel would go, right? Because we read in the book of Acts uh, that the disciples are to go out and preach to every people, starting in Judea, Jerusalem, Samaria, the rest of the world, right? So we are seeing the effects and the fruits of this in this particular interaction with Justin Martyr and the Syrian Christian who remains unnamed. Now, something for us to think about as we go about this apologetics series. Remember apologetics, the true work of apologetics is to bear witness to the Lord. It's to bear witness to God. Justin Martyr understood this. So did St. Athanasius also understand this. Because their work now, as we've read them, and as we read them, because they're accessible online, as we read their work, we understand that what drives their heart for ministry, what drives their, uh, their passion for service, is not argumentation, but it is true service. It is doing this knowing that even if I perished for it, I would still do it. That is a passion. St. Anthony, St. Athanasius, and now St. Justin Martyr followed. It is also important to note that um, Justin Martyr uh, lived to the age of 65, which is pretty old for his people in his day. And um, he had some profound things to say on, you know, just Jesus, the church, um, last things, uh, that is, that would be what we know as um, eschatology. And that is something to keep in mind when reading someone like Justin Martyr, that at his core, when you go into his, re into his writings, at his core, he yearns and desires above all else to be a great and excellent communicator of the gospel as understood through the text. So the thing that ends up becoming his point of reference is the Bible, his faith in God and Christ, and three, in his understanding that nothing else surpasses the knowledge that he has come across and come to know in Jesus. And that's something very important to keep in mind. Your faith, as you come into this journey, as you're trying to explain your faith to your friends, as you're trying to talk to others and trying to uh, get them to see why you believe what you believe, because that's, that's essentially what an apologist is. Pray that your faith comes from a pure heart, a heart of humility, but a heart that also desires to make Christ known. For that is how this fame the fame of this figure, this church figure, spread to this very day. And he is very venerated in the Catholic Church, in the Eastern Orthodox Church, in the Oriental Church, in, Luther in the Lutheran Church, and in the Anglican Church. Uh, his feast is on 1st June in the Catholic Church, in the Eastern Orthodox Church, and also in the Anglican Church. Um, and also on 14th April, 
in the Roman calendar uh, from 1882 to 1969. But yeah, he's known as a philosopher. What else do you think apologists tend to be called quite a bit? Philosophers. But Justin Martyr doesn't just seek philosophy for the sake of philosophy. He is seeking answers. He's seeking the truth. He's trying to understand the very being. Like, what do I see in God when I look at Jesus? And he finds his answers in that. So from someone who had a simple ministry, touch his life forever. From a simple uh, Syrian Christian who he met by the beach. To now writing so much uh, within his time. How do you think your work, your your words, your life can impact someone else? That's the challenge I now leave. I now leave to you. May you be blessed, and may you always be encouraged by the work, and the call, and the service that the Lord has put on your heart. And for those of you who do not know the Lord, I pray that this will be a chance for you to get to know Him, and to love Him, and get to experience Him. Be blessed, and this has been another Still Moments with Jesus, with me, Minister Brian Samuel Lepati. Amen.